Welcome to the Every Woman Network podcast, a chance for you to engage with some fresh ideas to advance you and your career. In this episode, you will hear from Every Woman expert Sharon Anaja on how to turn stress to your advantage. Sharon, before we get on to talking about how to cope with stress, can you tell us a little bit more about how stress affects women in the workplace? So uh, according to a uh, report by McKinsey in 2021, one in three women have considered downsizing their careers and one in four want to leave the workforce due to burnout. And that was in 2021. And I can tell you, looking at the stats in 2023, it's not much better. So actually stress is something that is really, really affecting women's careers. Okay, so that's very worrying. Um, Why are women experiencing higher levels of stress than men? There are a lot of societal structures and gender norms that quite frankly, not particularly helpful to us at the moment or have been at all. That's in terms of women perhaps taking on a lot more of the caregiving duties in a home, looking after the home plus working. All of these things together, expectations of how women should behave and feed into a structure that works against us rather than works for us. There are workplace inequalities. The whole reason why everyone exists is to address some of those workplace inequalities. And actually those microaggressions that we experience really condense our confidence and of course cause us to experience a lot higher levels of stress. And when something is happening on a regular basis, that adds up to a much higher level of stress. And the third one, this lack of workplace appreciation and recognition. There's a lot of evidence that's come out in the last couple of years, especially post-pandemic, about the amount of work that women take on in the workplace that is not necessarily, say, fee-earning, is not necessarily tied into kind of commercial objectives, but actually is fundamental to the running of that workplace. But there isn't necessarily a lot of appreciation and recognition of all of that extra work. So when you put all of these things together, they're an absolute perfect kind of recipe for women experiencing high levels of stress. In moments of stress, women tend to internalize the feelings of stress, keep them inside of ourselves. And the second thing that we do is that rather than tend to those feelings and understand what's going on for us, we often spend our time supporting other people, looking at maybe how we can change things, seeing to how someone else might be feeling and not necessarily dealing with what's going on inside of ourselves. And so what happens is we get trapped in what we call the stress cycle. So we experience these high levels of stress because of all those cultural and societal reasons I've already explained. We then might go in to start by helping other people, not focusing on what we need. We internalize the feelings without necessarily dealing with those feelings or actually questioning what might be happening. We don't necessarily always appreciate ourselves. In addition to that, we then maybe work in a workplace that isn't necessarily appreciating us as well. And so the cycle just keeps going and going and that elevates our stress levels. And so it becomes this endless cycle unless we can start to develop a lot more awareness about why we're doing these things and how we can tackle some of them. So the stress cycle sounds absolutely horrendous, but what can we do about it? Let's talk about what stress is, because actually understanding it a lot more is what is part part of actually what is going to help us to work our way through the reactions. So stress, in its purest sense of the word, is a non-specific response of the body to any demand for change. Okay, so that doesn't mean that it's necessarily good or bad. And it's actually the response that's happening in our body, which is really important to understand. So I think understanding that is really important in the first place when we do find our stress levels are getting quite elevated to say, hang on a minute. 
This is a response in my body to a demand for change. And so what happens when we're faced with some kind of challenge or stressor where we feel like we don't necessarily have, say, the resources to be able to meet whatever the challenge is in front of us is that we're spending a lot of time in what's called the amygdala. So that's where our emotional response center is located. And that's where you might start to feel a bit kind of panicky or anxious, you might butterflies in your stomach, hands might be clammy, you might get headache, shoulders might be up here, whatever it is, whatever the physical manifestations are, but we all know what they are because we're probably quite familiar with them. But internally, this is what's happening within us. And so what happens is when we're stressed, we can spend a lot of time here in the emotional response center, or we can say to ourselves, what am I going to do? And actually, that's when we start to activate that kind of prefrontal cortex. Sounds very simple, doesn't it, in theory, but actually in practice, how can we do that? That's what I'm going to talk you through today. But I want you to bear this in mind, this picture in your mind, the next time you get that familiar stress response and it starts to come up, what's going on in here? What's this demand for change? And where am I responding from? Now, there's a brilliant talk, and I encourage you all to look at it, uh, listen to it. It's by Kelly McDonagall, and it's a TED talk. It's about making stress your friend. And she says that what we need to develop within ourselves is something called the biology of courage, where we see stress as a call to action rather than one where we panic. So rather than remaining in the panic, overwhelmed, what am I going to do? This is a disaster. What can I do? And what am I going to do? And that then becomes a rallying call within yourself as a call to action to actually do something about it within reason, because actually it's that courage that can see you through. And there's something in positive psychology, we call it you stress. So this is where stress can actually lead to a positive response. It means that not all stress has to be a negative thing. There are obviously things in our lives that are terrible, but it doesn't mean that everything has to end negatively. And actually, if we can start to see that there are opportunities within the stress, there are things that we can do, things that we can control, actually, then we can allow ourselves to have a more positive response to the stresses and the challenges that sit in front of us. And so this is a model that I wanted to talk to you about today. It's called CIA. It's not going to make you a secret agent or anything like that. It's actually an acronym and it stands for Control, Influence and Accept. So I want you to, I'm going to give you an example now of, of how you can use this. Let's say you've got a meeting coming up and you know that you're going to have to say some things in that meeting that potentially not going to be very popular with some people. You know, some people are not going to support you and that's making you feel quite stressed out, right? In that situation, ask yourself, what can you control? What can you influence? And what do you just need to accept that you can't change? Let's posit in this in this scenario that what you can control is setting a very clear agenda, the outcomes that you want to see of that meeting, and probably having a little prep run and maybe practicing on someone else that you're close to before you go and have that meeting about how the conversation is going to maybe land. The second thing is I. What can you influence? Maybe you can try and have an ally. Maybe you can go and talk to some people before the meeting, sound them out about some of the things that you want to talk about, see if you might be able to influence um, how that conversation can go. I'm not saying control how people respond, but simply be able to influence perhaps some of the way that that conversation is, is had, but also maybe in the way that you say it. And then the final one is accept. 
you can't control how people are going to react. Some people may just not like what you have to say. And that's just something you have to accept. But that's okay if you've already decided the things that you can control and influence and some of the things you just have to let go. Because once you've understood what those three things are, then you can decide to yourself, well, what are my next steps? So key takeaways. So I just want to reiterate that actually we can stop we can stop the stress cycle. We can stop it with awareness and with preparation. Um, and remember that you have the power to rethink this relationship with stress. You don't have to allow stress to overwhelm you. You can decide how you want to react to it. And remember that you always have the opportunity to take back control. So remember something like the CIA. It's a good psychological tool that gives you a lot more control, a lot more autonomy, a lot more power back in the situation so that you can actually say to yourselves, you know what, I don't have to sit there and take this. There are some things that I can do about it. And actually, when you can do that, that's when the stress will no longer overwhelm you. And actually, you have the ability and the power, and that's something within yourself that no one can take away from you to actually do something about the stressful situation or the challenge that might be in front of yourselves. And actually, this kind of psychological tool, this biology of courage, is really important for us to start to develop because the more you start to use it and practice it, the more that will become a well-worn pathway in your mind and your body. And so the old reactions that you've had to stress, which have not been helpful to you, will become less familiar and a more empowering reaction will be the one that your body and your mind gets used to using. So practice it, try it out, use it and see how you feel when you do it. And I want to leave you with this quote from Hansel, who's one of the uh, one of the leading experts when it comes to stress. And he said, it's not stress that kills us. It's our reaction to it. That was Sharon and Aja on how your stress is your advantage. We hope you enjoyed this Every Woman Network podcast. Do continue your learning journey at www.everywoman.com.